This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. The world is a vampire. The Raven Effect with pro wrestling superstar Raven. A cornucopia of stupidity masquerading as a podcast. Critics have hailed it as everything from... Who's this Raven jerk? And... If you want clever discourse, nonsensical banter, and incessant rambling, well, this is the show for you. Ladies. Gentlemen, idiots, floozies, and reprobates. This is Raven. Hello and welcome to the Raven Effect Podcast. Oh, we've got a beauty for you tonight. We have all sorts of uh, stuff planned out. No, we don't. We don't plan anything out. Although we do have two topics to talk about that we were going to talk about on the Patreon, but the Patreon was rocking with discourse back and forth banter. Yeah, let's. It was uh, hilariously funny, uh, especially my stuff. The critics were raving about my stuff and said, I got a great idea. Why don't we just pause right here and we'll take the Patreon and plug it in right here and then we can take the next half an hour off and then come back and finish up. No, that's that's not not really fair to the Patreon people. Two of us won't. (sighs) Two of us won't come back. And I'm not going to say which. Yeah, what am I going to do for 20 minutes in it? 20 minutes isn't enough time to watch TV. Are you saying that we'd be cheating the listeners? For sure. Uh, We'd be cheating. uh, Well, yeah, we'd be pulling the tights of the listeners. Yeah, cheating Mm. the subscribers. But let's let's go over a list of Patreon topics this week. One, I'm not. I do not identify as white. Two, Delta Eight and Kratom shouldn't be legal. Uh, Three, the Queen's death. Uh, four, well, I didn't even know she was sick. Four, Princess Di was murdered. Uh, I didn't know she was sick either. We cover a lot. If I was ever to recommend a Patreon any week, I would recommend it this week. Yeah, was, this was a great Patreon. Was a lot it of really was. Yeah. Now the show's going to come to a grinding halt, but that's okay, though, because you're not paying for it. So, you know, it's, you get yeah, what, what you get. You get what you yeah, get. Yeah, you get what you get. So, so, so Feeney had two topics he wanted to discuss. Yeah, he said there was a big fight behind the stages of the UFC and yeah, and, F- and Feeney doesn't believe in reparations AW. for black people. I didn't say that. I said <laughs> I don't want to be blamed for slavery if my family wasn't here. That's all I said. Sorry, I thought, Ray, I thought you didn't want to be blamed for respiration. You don't want people breathing. No, I never learned CPR just for that. Um, I, I interrupted you. What did you say? What were the topics? There's something about what did Feeney want to do? He's not white. And I don't else? identify as white. Kratom and Delta H shouldn't, shouldn't be available for purchase. No, the two, the two fights. I want to hear about the okay. fights. So I want. To, I just want to give you a little background. So in AEW, Punk had a world title match against Moxley, and he won. So we go. Can to I the, interrupt you for half a second here? Sure. Uh, my, hey, what my, show is this? We don't do interruptions on here. 
my uh, my good buddy Nick Hausman, who's who's my uh, oh, many wow. times yeah. uh, my color commentator when I do Warrior Wrestling in Chicago. He's the guy who pulled the pin on the grenade. No, at that AEW press conference. he didn't do anything so. except be Nick Hausman. Well, he, he actually didn't say it. Well, but he mentioned. Okay, this is no, 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 no. Uh, baseball. No, Rich. He I, mentioned the name I, that he shouldn't mention. No, 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 Rich. I want I want you to know he didn't okay. say he didn't say he didn't ask a question about Colt Cabana. He didn't say anything. Punk knew that he knew Colt. And he used that to go off on his own tangent. Right. Nick was about to yeah. ask a question, and Punk said, I'll start the questions. You know, so. Yeah, yeah but, so, uh, but he that's asked, in, but he that's asked inside the baseball. That's, that's, okay, that's but, two inside baseball. So start with the conversation with the okay. topic. So Punk uh, got injured a few months back. But before he got injured, he won the title off Adam Page. I have to give the background so you understand it. Adam Page, in a promo, called Punk out for saying, uh, oh, you, th- you say it for workers' rights, but that's clearly not the case. Now, would anyone really know what that meant? Maybe not. Some people insinuated that it meant, you know, Colt uh, was rumored to have Colt Cabana. I'm sorry, Punk was rumored to have Colt Cabana sent to Ring of Honor away from him in AEW, which he denies. And in Punk's mind, his friends, the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega, were the ones leaking that to the sheets, trying to make Punk look bad. So when Punk came back a couple weeks ago, he took a shot at Adam Page in came a promo. Came back from where? Uh, injury. Sorry. Oh. Uh, he, he took a shot at Adam Page in a promo and basically said, um, you know, the apology's got to be as as public as the insult and then like challenge him to come to the ring. And it wasn't a part of the script at all. Adam page was in catering or something. So he made Adam, Adam page kind of look like a bitch on TV for people that didn't know what was going on. So punk apparently has been harboring all this resentment for months about, or maybe longer about the cabana thing and about what Adam page said in the promo. So he wins the title and he goes to the press scrum with Tony Khan. And I'm going to play you uh, just a couple of minutes of it, but this is what happens after this. Hey PA after this ad, please. Talk amongst yourselves. I don't want an ad. I hey, can't do some track. Couldn't have had this shit queued up properly, Five, Joe. Four, well, we were talking a lot. I was, I was in so it. So you're saying that Feeney should have prepared this ahead of time? Yes. Who do you think I am? Well, what show is this? Saved it, saved it as an MP3, cut off the ad, mm. and had this thing ready okay, to go. Okay, so Come you on, fancy Feeney. yourself a journalist. Would you say you're friends with Scott Colton? So you're not friends with him? Oh, wow. Well, that makes two of us. My point is, if you fancy yourself a journalist, even if it's for the silly world of professional wrestling, and you have journalistic integrity, people who report things mostly that are bullshit and slanderous lies against myself, if you are friends with somebody, you blew my spot. If you're not friends with them, I apologize. But you should probably disclose who you're friends with. Um, I haven't had anything to do with Scott Colton in almost a decade, probably wanted nothing to do with him even longer than that. It's fucking unfortunate that I have to come up here and speak on this when I'm on my time and this is a fucking business. Uh, why I'm a grown ass adult man and I decide not to be friends with somebody is nobody else's fucking business. But my friends, if I fall backwards, will catch me. Scott Colton, I felt never would have. My problem was I wanted to bring a guy with me to the top that did not want to see me at the top. Okay? You call it jealousy. You call it envy. Whatever the fuck it is. My relationship with Scott Colton ended long before I paid all of his bills. I have every receipt. I have every invoice. I have every email. I have the email where he says, and I quote, I agree to go our separate ways. I will get my own lawyer and you do not have to pay anymore. Now, just a little background on that, Reeve, because I don't know how aware you are of it. 
when Punk went on Colt's podcast after he left WWE, he made yeah, some, I know, I know okay, all about so that. So then, but hang on, but hang on, what happened to Punk's voice? It's so much deeper they, now. They, that's a sound issue with their side of the press conference. Everybody's voice is deeper. Yeah, that's. It doesn't sound at all like Punk. Sound like an imposter. Yeah, something weird with their sound setup. And that was Tony Khan sitting next to him. Yeah, Tony's yep. right next to him, and and they're not showing it. Tony's now. got a Tony's uh, hair's really grown out. Yeah. But you'll see how uncomfortable That's what I gets. took from the uh, whole interview. And this is <laughs> just kind of the beginning. Uh, eventually, he's going to trash everybody. Email. So, wait, wait. So, wait, so I uh, before I get bored to tears, yeah. not that Punk's talking, because I'm sure it's going to be great, but it's going to bore me because I don't follow wrestling. Yeah. You know? So, how long is it going to be till he get to the fun part? Let me, uh, I'll go forward and see. Do this in 2022 is fucking embarrassing. And if y'all are at fault, Fuck you. If you're not, I apologize. But what did I ever do in this world to go to deserve an empty headed fucking dumb fuck like hangman Adam Page to go out on national television and fucking go into business for himself? For what? What did I do? Dave, what did I ever do? Didn't do a goddamn thing. Did he do a What's goddamn name, thing? Meltzer's response. Fuck you the tell Pittsburgh me. Penguins. What are you it's doing, actually man? Actually, pretty good. What are you doing? I made it really clear in Forbes, and I just want to make it clear again. Nick, it's went- not his position to make it very fucking clear. There's people who call themselves EVPs that should have fucking known better. What are EVPs? This shit was none of their business. I get a vice president. Yeah. So. The Young Bucks and Kenny Omega are EVPs at AEW. That's what they were hired as when they came in. I thought they were a uh, UAPs, unidentified flying. No, UF. What are the new things called? UFOs. Whatever. Keep them, continue. VIPs and EVPs. And sticking up for your fucking friends. I fucking get it. I stuck up for that guy more than anybody. Okay. I paid his bills. Until I didn't, and it was my decision not to. Yeah, but I shouldn't have no commented when Nick first said it. It's my I, fault, and I if I hadn't, it's my that. fault. It's my fault. I appreciate fault. that. I should have just I'm, taken a head on because you never said it. But I'm trying anything. to run a fucking business, and when somebody who hasn't done a damn thing in this business jeopardizes the first million-dollar house that this company has ever drawn off of my back and goes on national television and does that, it's a disgrace to this industry. It's a disgrace to what this company. What did he company. do? Now, just making that comment about punk saying hey you're not for workers rights punk took that as a shot about the cabana thing and he thinks it affected you know his perception with the crowd and and his ability as babyface so where's the interesting part you're not interested well, well hold on joe what he's talking about there is a couple weeks ago adam page went out and cut a promo uh on his own basically burying punk didn't he yeah that's what i'm saying yeah yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. That, I don't know. We explain that to, to Raven or the people that don't. No, he did. But he, all he said was he said one line. One line. Yeah. And then also because uh, I won't play it anymore because I don't want to kill the show. But he yeah, also killing the show. He also challenged the anyone that has a problem with him to come to his locker room and talk to him, which the Bucks and Omega did. But he also one of his complaints was Adam Page did in an interview where he said, "Oh, you know, I don't really take advice. I kind of do my own thing." And he and Punk flipped out about we got Arn Anderson, Jake Roberts, Mark Henry, Christian Jericho, whoever else backstage, and this fucking idiot doesn't take advice. Fuck him and all this stuff. So after that, the Bucks and Kenny Omega go to the locker room, and a giant brawl erupts where apparently Punk, you know, punched out one of the Bucks, and his buddy Ace Steel threw a chair and bit somebody, and. Uh, it was a real melee. Yeah, that's the part I want to hear about the yeah. melee. There was so. a real melee in the locker room, and there's different. How did the melee start? So, so hold on. We've ascertained that this is all true. That this is not some giant elaborate yeah. ruse, right? Yeah, 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 for sure. Okay. Uh, so the Bucks 
went to the locker room like they were instructed to do, and they knocked on the door. Some people say they kicked the door in. I don't know if that's true. And according to Punk, they threw the first punch. According to them, Punk threw the first punch. And uh, what do you call it? One of the Bucks has a black eye. He got hit with a chair. Uh, Punk was, uh, he had just torn his tricep in a match, so he was supposed to, supposed to be injured before the fight. A Steel pops in to back up his boy and supposedly. A Steel's Punk's boy? Yeah, he was his trainer. And uh, so he shows up to, to help out Punk and, and also protect his wife. He says his wife was in the locker room. His wife? Uh, a Steel. And he throws a chair at one of the Bucks and clocks him in the head and he bites Kenny Omega. This is all like confirmed from both sides, yeah. And uh, so the argument continues on and on and on. So basically, this shit got huge. Like I said, it was in the New York Post, like variety. People love this shit. So uh, the beginning of the week was all about what's Tony Khan going to do. It's a work. You think it's a work? <laughs> Sounds <laughs> well, like a work. Well, anyway, the, when, this, when Dynamite came on yesterday, he strips Punk of the title, which he had just won. He strips the Bucks and Omega, the titles, which they have just won. And they're like on indefinite suspensions while Time Warner Discovery investigates the fight. And, and you know... A Steel got suspended. Guys like uh, who are the agents uh, that got suspended? Rich, do you know? Uh, Chris Daniels got suspended for being there. And it did. Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay, you know, that's news to me now. Supposedly trying to break up the fight. I don't know if he was on a side or who knows what happened. But he's like the head of talent relations, and he got suspended. So it was a big brouhaha, and it kind of fucked up their show and their storyline for the foreseeable future. So it's been a big deal to the fans. I'm sorry. I thought you would have been more interested in it. Uh, I guess the reason I wanted to show it to you was to ask you. Um, you know, if that's, did you ever see Punk freak out like that, or, or I mean, is this the way he's always been, like kind of temperamental? Yeah, I mean, Punk, Punk believes what he believes in. You know, he stands, he, he tries to stand by his word. He wants, to, you know, he's a stand-up guy. Um, but uh, I can't really see getting mad at the Bucks either, though. I mean, I, you know. I don't know. It all sounds. Uh, it all sounds pretty workish. How pissed would you get at somebody in the locker room if they were leaking? If you knew they were leaking stories to the sheets that were basically designed to fuck up your push or your reaction from the audience or whatever? What does that turn into? You know, what do you do? Confront the guy or? Yeah, you confront the guy. Yeah, but would you do it publicly like that? No, nah, I would do it privately. Yeah, that's why it makes me think it's a work. What my my favorite line from the whole thing? But I, I don't know. But if if Warner Time Warner's investigating, though, then that makes it sound like it may be a shoot because you don't want to you don't want to screw that up with your relationship up with the com- with the head company. You know yeah. What I mean? Well, this is after Time Warner told them to tone it down too. Tone down the language and the blood, but or not the blood. The Did they tell them to tone loc it down. Yeah. You got yeah, my it, favorite uh, line you, from you, from the whole thing was Punk, and then finding out that he actually is hurt because he tore his triceps. Him saying. I'm hurt and I'm old and I work with fucking children. Yeah, I laughed my ass off. That's fucking awesome. I just and now and now Punk can fight like a like a you know he may not have won his, M- his MMA matches, but I'm sure now he's a much more qualified uh, to kick some ass. Yeah, and that's of course the joke on the internet is the rumors are if he punched out one of the young bucks, like oh P- Punk finally won a fight, all that shit on Twitter, you know. Right, but, but uh, I you know like uh, I like Punk, you know, I think he's a hell of a talent, but uh. I, I just don't know enough about the case to make a statement either way. Well, you yeah. know, other than other than it's uh, other than it sounds very, very entertaining for the marks. Sure, and which would which would lend credence to it being a work, but well, knowing the particulars involved, I can see it happening. You if, know, if they uh, know. What, what did what did Conan say about it? I'm curious. Well, he says he wouldn't 
suspend anyone. He'd make them fucking work together and make some money out of it. You know, because mm-hmm. every like here's the thing: Dynamite did over a million viewers last night, and the bulk of the viewers watched at the beginning to see what would happen, and it tapered off the rest of the show because at the beginning of the show, all Tony Khan did was strip the belts, not mention Punk's name, not mention Omega or the Bucks, and nobody mentioned him the whole show. It's been completely like ignored publicly, which is supposed to be because there might be some pending legal action. I don't know from which side, but that's the rumor. So, well, you know, here's the thing too: is I would just uh, I would put him in a in a shoot. Let them well. Let them fight it out for reals. Yeah, yeah. Put them in a cage. Let them fight it out for reals. Well, the thing is, months ago, supposedly, and this could be one of the things that was leaked to the sheets that might not be true, but it was said that Punk told Adam Page, like, "I'm not going to put you over," because he was pissed about the interview. Mm. So, if these guys are never going to work together, this is obviously a shoot because it's not going to lead to any money. But I don't know. I, I hope that they can get things together and, and possibly have that story with Punk and a team against those three or something like that. Because the, t- the TV is much more entertaining with Punk. Omega and the Bucks are always, they always have good matches. And it's, mm-hmm. it's fucking up their shit. And, and really. And so w- what, what are the, how do they do in ratings against the Raw? Like, I mean, comparatively. Uh, Raw does over 2 million. AEW usually does about 900,000. They've been going over a million for a few weeks, though. The a uh, million dollars? A million uh, viewers. A million greenbacks? Yeah. One million dollars? That's another thing. People, One million dollars. You know, people are like, these guys need to suck it up and eat their suspensions and then try to work together because every single one of the guys, the four wrestlers involved, are all making seven figures. So let's swallow our pride here and keep getting paid and make money for the company. But I don't know. You although, know. although it's a good opportunity for younger guys to get a, get more TV time. Yeah, and they have that problem because they've signed so many guys. You know, their show last night didn't look that different. It's just that people were expecting something to come out of this controversy, and they had to keep it quiet because of the investigation, supposedly. So, I mean, but um, what's the uh, – because if it was a big – Not to interrupt, but uh, I want to apologize to people last week. My internet – the internet in in, in the area cut out last week, and that's why I was no longer on the show. I mean, I'm sure Feeney and uh, Rich told you that, but the – but yeah, my internet comes out. It just died out. It was tragic. Luckily, we were able to uh, turn the, our phones into a hotspot and watch TV. Ah, that's otherwise, because otherwise, because our TV is direct TV stream. Yeah. So we almost had no TV for a whole night. That would have been oh, tragic. Can't do that. That could have been suicidal. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? 
In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So I guess before we get into the, the new, and this UFC news is just dropping, so I won't have as much uh, boring detail, but I guess I would want to ask you, if you're hearing about this backstage brouhaha, what's the biggest fight you ever saw in a locker room where there was you know multiple people involved on either side and shit like that with with you know top guys or, or top of the card guys because that's what they are. Yeah, I don't think I've seen uh, that. Yeah, I've seen some fights, but I've never heard of a locker room clearing brawl. Yeah, that I can think of off the top of my head. The thing I, I think, and I don't know that much about it, but from what Disco and Conan have said on the show. I would compare it. They always said there was a power struggle with you and Jared at TNA, and you guys had a lot of heat because of that. You both wanted to be the top guy. So how, how did you guys coexist if you had so much uh, trouble? It was his company. It was his company. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Smart. That's a good answer. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you think about it, not to put him over, but uh, but you got to respect the fact that he could have fired me, and he didn't, you know. Yeah. So, you know, so looking back with hindsight, you know, I – it's his company. I, I should have, uh, you know, I should have followed the company line. But, you know, this business has gotten, you know, back in the day when I first started, you know, the rules came down from the top and you didn't fuck around, you know, or you were fired. You know what I mean? Right. And then uh, and then it got looser and looser and people started talking to the news and the sheets as the business got looser. You know, and it's something to be said, I mean, for the fact that. If you're employed by somebody, you know, you really have to do what, you know, what they want you to do or you can quit, you know. True. We're, and you might not be aware of this because you don't follow it, but were you surprised after Jeff left WWE the way he did that they brought him back for the Hall of Fame and rehired him as a producer and all that stuff? He had a pretty top position there while he was there. Oh, uh, when he left the China thing? Yeah. Yeah, I, I was surprised, but but Jeff's always been a great, I don't mean this insultingly, but he's always been a great politician. He's like a charmer. Right. Yeah. 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 Very charming. Um, so to go to the UFC, uh, there's a big card this weekend, obviously. With Ch- I, on the other hand, was not charming. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the main event of the card was is presently scheduled ah. to be Nate Diaz and and uh, Kamzat Chimaev, but just what was that thing about the Nate Diaz failed a piss test or something? I had not heard that at all. I heard that last week. So I must have been a wrong. Must have been phony news. Huh. Just the big uh, difference between fake quick. news and phony news. Phony news you get on your phone, and fake news you read. Well, there's a story here on MMA Fighting that says there's a video of Nate Diaz smoking during drug testing. Sample collection tells USADA to effing suck a D. So he was smoking weed while he was being tested. That could have been the headline that you saw. Yeah, probably. That's probably what I heard. But he uh, he's supposed to main event against Chimaev, which is his last fight on his contract. I think some people look at it as... You know, like a re- like almost wrestling. He's going to put over Chimaev on his way out. But there's been a big brawl, and um, to uh, this is from uh, SB. How did a big brawl start? This is from SB Nation. It says Dana White cancels UFC 279 pre-fight conference after quote shit show unquote breaks out backstage. So it says the UFC 279 pre-fight press conference was canceled just moments after it started as Dana White pulled the plug on the event due to an altercation between fighters backstage. Uh, Dana White says, shit show, absolute shit show back there. Ask them. Wait, how, wait, how dare they steal our, our nickname for our show? <laughs> right. 
Because there's a lot of crazy shit going on back there. The press conference started with only two fighters on the dais. He said he was going to bring them out two at a time. As Kevin Holland and Daniel Rodriguez answered a few questions. Uh, one source speaking to MMA fighting after the press conference was canceled stated chaos happened. But there was no further detail about what actually led to the incident. Uh, but from what I've read and heard, and Dana White also said things got very physical between multiple fighters backstage. And supposedly it started with Holland and Chemayev and then led into uh, Nate Diaz and his crew getting involved. And Dana said something like each guy had like 50 people with them. So it sounds like a real uh, brouhaha, if you will. And uh, as, we were on, as we're recording now, there's really no word as to what it really was and what it's going to do uh, to the card, which would be unfortunate. It's going to raise the buy rate. I mean, if they still fight, what if somebody got hurt? So is it is it is it a, is it a work though? Is this like the tail wagging a dog? No, I don't no. think so. I mean, that, so? now with now Nate Diaz, that seems convenient, but no, I don't think so. Because like I said, no, they, they, because they, they never they work shit in the UFC. That never. I'm happens, not saying so. that. I'm just saying, and and yeah, it's convenient with all the press that this punk fight got. But I don't think. Yeah, so. I don't really think they work shit in the UFC in, in the sense that that all the fighters who toe the line toe the line, and the ones who don't are just that kind of character. Yeah, mm-hmm. like Connor and uh, Connor, yeah, yeah, um, Masvidal, guys like that. They'll right, right, yeah, yeah. that's the nature. So I don't know for uh, Raven's sake, big UFC fan, and for myself, who was definitely going to watch this and enjoying all Nate Diaz's fights, and I might have even bet on him out of sentimentality. Uh, that well, it's, it's a great bet. It's a great bet because yeah. he's the odds like he's like a five or six or eight hundred eight hundred. Uh, Plus 800 dog or something. Yeah, I'll get it for you now. The last I looked, it was like plus 700, but uh, you're probably right. Yeah, so I mean, so it's worth throwing up 20 bucks, you know, to win 1400. Yeah, why not? Well, we'd have to bet 200 to win 1400, but. No. Yeah, plus 700. You got to bet 100 to win seven. And uh, why isn't this working? And then 100 to win 700. Yeah, and then 200 would be 1400. Uh, yeah, then, uh, wait a minute. Hold on. I know that's right, but why do I think it's wrong? Because if you bet a if you if there's a um a plus eight hundred line, you'd bet twenty to win uh one one. Oh no, I'm thinking of I'm thinking of a, of a plus seven thousand. I, I just got that wrong. Whatever it was, but yeah, what? twenty bucks on plus eight hundred would be I don't know one hundred and sixty. Rich, no, do some what? do some math. Uh, Hundred and sixty, yeah, it'd be hundred and sixty. Do math. <laughs> Hold yeah. on, let me tell you. Let me see what my bets are for. I got some good bets. Recent, I'm in broadcasting, Joe. <laughs> I got some great bets. Hold on, let me tell you what my bets are. Let me pull it up. Oh, I got some dandies. Let's see, Jim dandies, and they're to the rescue. Twenty. Yeah, See, you'd, win you one, go you'd with win the parlays. You'd win the parlays are where the money's at. Yeah, that's what I would be doing. If uh, we'll see what the card looks like, though. Well, hold on. Let me pull them up, pulling them up, pulling them up, pulling them up, pulling them up. Pull up your pants, blah blah blah. All right. So logging in, and this is slow. There we go. Welcome. Ah, thank you. You're welcome. All right. Let's see bets. Yeah, as of three hours ago, Diaz is plus seven fifty per fan sided daily because I couldn't get into my sports book. Okay. So here we go. So I have a 16 part. No, that's not. That's not a good one. That's not one of my better ones there. Uh, yeah, I got some dollar bets here that are gonna. If they win, I'm gonna kill it. So I got a dollar bet here that'll give me a uh, 88 dollars uh, if I win. There you go. That's a pretty good bet, huh? 
All um, I got to do is Comtech, Shemayev has to win, Kevin Holland has to win, Johnny Walker has to win, Tony Ferguson has to win, Jake Collier, Hakeem Dewadu, and Haile Alatung have to win. So basically, that is the real name, Johnny Walker. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, the only dogs in this, they're all under, they're all uh, they're plus, all, uh, they're all minuses. Except Shemayev. Except, no, they're all minuses. Uh, Shemayev's a minus 1,100. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I thought, yeah. But uh, Johnny Walker you. and uh, Tony Ferguson, the rest are all minuses. And then I have another 14 parlay for a dollar that'll pay me 89, another 89 bucks. If uh, if a bunch of, it's like four dogs, Ferguson, Johnny Walker, and two other dogs. Um, I got another dollar bet for $90. It'll pay off if it's a 19 parlay with all um, all favorites. If, if the favorites win up and down the card, if nine favorites win, I win 90 bucks. There for a dollar, <laughs> you can't play. I love playing parlays. Yeah, they're great. Who do you? What do you use? What uh? I I don't want to say. I'm not putting them over. Okay. They suck. Yeah. It will never let me take my. I bet. I started out with two hundred bucks. I put in, and they gave me a free hundred. So that's three hundred. So uh, wait. Why does it say I got zero bucks here? Because your money's all bet, right? No, it's not all bad. I have like oh. 90 bucks or 80, 70 bucks left. Somebody screwed you. Let's see. Yeah, somehow I'm missing money here. Yeah, I'll figure it out they later. You do suck. Hey, do you watch the uh, Contender Series, Dana White's Contender Series? Hang on a sec. Mm-hmm. Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, no, eleven, sixteen, twenty-one. 11, 16, 21. So I have a... Uh, I got twenty one bucks in the thing, and I had like nine. I had like a hundred and something before. That was dirty. So I should have like a. Yeah, I should have money in there. Maybe That's they stole weird. your bonus back. Yeah, they did. Yeah, motherfuckers. Fuckers. Fuckers. I was saying. I got to look into this. I wonder how I figure out. What do I do? I send them an email, I guess. Yeah, and look at your transactions. Yeah. No, I mean I know what I have. Yeah. So that's maybe it's just a glitch in the. In the, in the machine maybe you were playing blackjack and you were really tired and you don't remember Nah, i was playing uh i don't play with um it's uh blackjack lives matter blackjack lanza or blackjack mulligan uh actually i don't know or blackjack bradshaw well um what about blackjack uh, brown the uh the reporter that wears a black uh glove on his hand uh, man, before I say this, I'm going to look it up and make sure because something happened with him. What was his name? Blackjack Brown? Yeah, something like that. Okay, Blackjack Brown. Uh, oh, he passed away. Okay, maybe <laughs> there's another wrestling uh, hotline guy that was uh, a pedophile, and it wasn't Blackjack Brown, so I'm glad I didn't say it. But Yeah, how dare you? How dare you Does anybody, uh, tarnish do you know, people's Do you know names? who that was, Rich? <clears throat> I have no idea. Wrestling hot. Why are there so many pedos in wrestling? They're everywhere. Because it uh, deals with lots of young kids. Lots of young mm-hmm. kids get involved. It's the same thing why priests go into. I, I think it's the pedophiles go into the priest business as opposed to the priests become pedophiles. Yeah, I, yeah. Well, well I mean, it's, it, it, that's been that's been talked about a lot for years. People who are, uh, and I'm not, I'm not conflating uh, pedophiles and homosexuals, but a, a lot of people would try to hide their homosexuality by going to the uh into the clergy 
I can't find out who that was, but uh, I'm sure someone listening will be able to tell me on the Twitter. Uh, I was asking, Raven, do you, uh, do you watch Dana White's Contender Series ever? No, no. Well, keep an eye and an ear out for a fighter named Bo Nickel. Bo Nipple? Oh, yeah, yeah. He's a wrestler, wasn't he? Was Did a you see wrestler. Bo Nickel was a... Uh, oh, Nickel. I thought you said Bo Nipple. He won the uh, U23 World Championship. He was a finalist at the Olympic Trials and a three-time NCAA national well, champion. What well, weight class? What well, weight class? He's 185, so he's middleweight. Yeah, I heard he's, uh, heard he's talented. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing him on a, on a card. You know, Right now he's on the Contender Series, but I think he's going to be a beast. Okay, Don't so uh, where's that. my financial? Ha. Why is my account showing no money? Rich, while Raven's uh, going through his account, uh, which, which side do you fall on in this AEW brawl? Are you Team Punk or Team Bucks? And what would you do if you, what would you, do if you were Tony Khan and you were sitting there and a wrestler just went off on his own uh, tangent? There's a, there's a whole litany of problems with that whole statement right there because I don't know why you're putting those guys out there anyway after you've been there for fucking 12 hours. You know what I mean? Yeah, and he's going to make him sit he, down and do, and do a phony, uh, you know what I mean? Like, is it a work? Is it a shoot? Like, what's it supposed to be? And he was aware that there was problems because they had a talent meeting about the, right. you know, unrest in the locker room. Right. So it's, uh, to, to me, like, if you're going to put guys out, out there like that, it needs to be, it needs to be, contra- it needs to be really controlled. Yeah. You know? Um, they need a Undertaker. I, they need a, they need I, a locker I, I, I room would, guy that's that's respected and what like Jericho and Regal. I would, I would say this. I I lean more towards Punk in his view of wrestling and probably the you know the way that you should run it, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, right, the respect factor, all that stuff. Yeah, but he um, shit on his boss and the company too, and you know. In a way. Yeah, but you you know what? Like somebody from the outside looking in, somebody has to say something. Right, because it's the inmates running the asylum, and that's been the knock on that place for a long time. Yeah, yeah, you but know? everybody used to be friends. <laughs> so well, of course, at nobody, first nobody because, heard about because, it then. because because everybody can do what they want until yeah. you realize that everybody doing whatever the fuck they want doesn't lend to a cohesive product. Yeah, you know, you need one vision that's gonna that that's gonna supersede just, everything else, and you don't you don't let guys do stuff just because they have you know it's because they want it. Dear uh, sirs, I should have somewhere between eighty and a hundred dollars in my account, but it says I have zero dollars. What gives? Thanks. Yeah. What kind of charade are you pulling here? Yeah, I think I'll just stay with what gives. They're trying to pull the rug over your eyes. Uh, I don't. I have a rug. I have a hardwood floors. Rich, I would have thought you would have been on the young buck, young bucks and Kenny's side because yeah, I mean, I heard you always used to leak to the sheets, so I would have figured you would have been. He used to pee I was used to what? I heard you used to leak to the sheets all the time. So oh, I come peed on the sheets? <laughs> Fuck out of here. Uh, you peed on the sheets? Yeah, for sure. You peed on the sheets? But, you know, like, if, you, you know, as far as Punk going out there and, <clears throat> and saying what he said, like, he, he has a point. I mean, they shit on him on national TV, right? And he didn't know it was coming. Yeah, but, but insinuatedly. But, 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 but here's, here's what, I, here's what I'm, what I'm going to go back to. He shouldn't have been out there in the first place at the end of that thing. No. That stuff shouldn't fucking happen. It needs to be a controlled uh, the, bottom, the bottom line is, that's what I was just saying before, is, is, is the business used to be the business, and it got looser and looser and looser, and then it got loosey-goosey. Well, another thing on it is um, AEW. So you know what that means, don't you? Yeah. It means it's time for fanny mail. 
Let me just Already? Say, let, me just say what? One, let me just say the one thing to wrap it up. AEW is, they kind of pride. Well, why do you get to go last? Why? Because I'm, I'm an expert on the subject. Uh, oh, okay. As long as we're starting. <laughs> AEW prides itself on the, letting the wrestlers be creative and, and unscripted promos. Well, unscripted promos can lead to shit like this, right? So does that mean they should start scripting stuff and take that away? No. No, yeah, you're not supposed to go. It's a... It's, uh, it's, um, Unwritten rule? No, it's a, it's a, they're, they're, none of the rules are written. But if they were written, that'd be a very written rule. You're not allowed to go into business for yourself. Yeah. You know what I mean, Vern? Mm-hmm. Know what I mean? With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Why are we getting a fanny mail so early? We're not. We're not we're early. an hour in. No, we're 25 minutes in. Whatever. What do you want to talk about? Let me about? see how long we're in. Well, I'll tell you how long we're in. We're uh, 40, 25 minutes. Uh, well. Times are tough. I, I was just about to say times are tough. <laughs> All right. So. You're rubbing off on me, Raven. I don't know <clears> what the fuck's <throat> happening here. Okay. So this is from Schnorr, S-H-N-E-O-R, Mrs. 9722. Uh, my let's see. My apologies. Contact me uh, to get to you. My uh, it's a widow from Israel, born in Austria. Oh, I bet you get some money for me. <laughs> uh, let's go. I'll save that for later. Delete. Okay. <clears throat> Welcome to Cracker Rock Castle's newsletter, Raven. Uh, I don't want that, so let's delete that. All right, Austin Hardy. I didn't even know she was sick. It's from today at 337. Hmm. Uh-oh. Uh, let's see. What's it say? I didn't even know she was sick. Good night, John. Uh, Queen, uh, Queen of England died. I didn't even know she was sick. I know that. I've been saying that all day. That's nice of you to remind me, though. Yeah, today's my birthday, folks. I didn't get any birthday gifts from you fans out there. Happy birthday. Nobody looking, sent you anything? I was, I was looking for a... Uh, for a... Uh, a check for $1 million. Well, you never know. You never know. It could, it's, it's not midnight yet. It could be. There's still time. 
Okay, Aldo Banda, Hot Girl Summer's over. Now it's time for Haunted Horror Halloween. <laughs> Haunted Horror Halloween. Dear Raven, Buford, and Bernardo. I don't know what that means. Mm. If you three would have watched Beavis and Butthead last week, like I suggested, you'd understand that reference. Oh, okay. I originally wanted to send this email to trash talk to you three, but I had to stop drinking beer because my alternative wrestling show is coming up and I need to cut down on the bloating. So I've been heading to the gym and well, I've got some pretty good motivation now and a routine. On Monday, we do arms because if you're trying to pinch your nostrils with your mushroom tapping on her breath, on her tonsils, your arms <laughs> better be swole. Ooh, that sounds very rapey. Yeah. Mm. On Tuesday, we do chest because if you're trying to blast your sour cream and her pink taco on the back of a Tahoe, your pecs better be big. Good Lord. I sense a theme here. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it's going to be Wednesday. We do back because if you want to check with a pretty face, having your pecker paste run down her waist, your back better be strong. I feel like this guy is obsessed with working out and semen. On Thursday, we do legs because if you want a thick baddie calling you daddy, begging for your ball snot all over her fatty. Your legs better be swole. This is a song. Or it's becoming a song. On Friday, we do biceps because if you're trying to shove your salami in a hot mi- in a hot mommy with beef curtains looking like pastrami, oh, your arms on. better be swole. That's very disrespectful. Yeah, it is. Through to the pastrami business? To, mm-hmm. to women with large labia. The deli business? <laughs> on Saturday, we do triceps. Fan, huh? Are you a large labia fan, Feeney? We've covered this. I said I don't give a f- rat's ass. Raven? What? <clears throat> large or non-large labia? Well, what do you mean? How, how do you determine the like, uh, What do you consider large? Uh, prominent. I'm saying, but like three inches, six inches? Well, I'm just saying, you know, some that there's some that are innies and some that are outies, kind of like belly buttons. just wanted to say there's some extra meat hanging out of the sandwich. That's what, yeah. you, wanted, that's what you wanted to say. Right. <laughs> I, I don't like, uh, I'm uh, all for a uh, nice, tidy... A tidy package. Okay. On but I, but I'm, you know, I'll, but I'll allow it. Yeah. On Saturday we do triceps because if you want to clap more cheeks than Will Smith at the Oscars and blast off on her knockers, your arms better be swole. Good lord. On Sunday we do arms. They already did biceps and triceps because if you want the smoke shows to skip the, the corned beef and cabbage and chow down on your package, your arms better be swole. I'm going to leave now, but first I would like to recommend the Double Dragon movie. It's awesome. Signed, some drunk guy from Texas sent from unprotected iPhone. Uh, what's the Double Dragon movie? I don't know. Based That's off, what I got out of that email. Based off an 80s Nintendo game, uh, and I'm not going to watch it. David Parrish, Random Thoughts. Too lazy to crop another Facebook screenshot so you get what you get. If you're reading this tonight, happy birthday. If you're reading some other time, forget I said anything. <laughs> Recommendations, Bob Odenkirk, Ask Manson, Scratches, Scratches from the Ben Stiller Show. You're welcome. Uh-huh. Uh, five years ago, and it's a tweet. It's a, it's a phone shot of a tweet. I don't use suave hair care products because they say it makes you look as if you spent a fortune mm-hmm. on your hair. And I don't want people thinking I have that kind of money. Suave. All right. And then it says burrito. And another picture, Raven, I, have, I don't get. I have a question for you when uh, when you're done with this one. Yes, I don't know if you've ever mentioned this before. Tell me about uh, tell me about Ron Gant. What about him? Ron Gant and who he was hanging out with, and how that all. Eula McGillicuddy. 
Yeah, explain that. To, to what, what's I'm reading something here, and I'm, I'm learning stuff about you. I'm reading a book. What book? And there's some uh, there's some quotes and some anecdotes about you in here, and it, it mentions that you met Ron Gant in Florida somewhere, and that's how Beulah got into the business. Yeah, but what book are you reading? Uh, what's the name of this one? Uh, wait a minute. Let me see. The chapter is Quoth the Raven. Wait a minute. Let me see the book. It's an easy book. Oh, it's a hard, hardcore history. Yeah, I read that. Yeah, the guy... Um, Scott Williams. I, yeah, he, uh, he, he, he recorded me and still got my quotes wrong. <laughs> Did he? Yeah. Yeah, it's a ridiculous. He got it's a good, so many so, quotes wrong. That's a good book. All right, so this is the only reason... Not the only reason it's interesting to me, but the thing that I find interesting is that right around probably that time when... When uh, well, maybe a couple years before that, Ron Gant was uh, with Richmond in the International League, and I remember getting his autograph in Pawtucket when when they were there, and I just remember him being the up and coming guy. And now I read that he was hanging around with Penthouse with Penthouse Pets. He, um, yeah, he was. Uh, he's a friend of mine. I know from the Atlanta club scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, when because he played for the Braves and he hung out at the clubs, and uh, so we knew each other. We were buddies, and then. Um, he, uh, I ran into him in Miami the Super Bowl at a part at uh, some club, and he was with Beulah McGillicuddy. But she wasn't; she was by her real name. Going by her real name, I don't know why. Who wouldn't want to go by Beulah McGillicuddy, <laughs> right? And uh, and he introduced me, and she said she wanted to get back in the wrestling business. She goes, uh, Ron goes, oh, this is a Scotty uh, Raven. He's a pro wrestler. She's, oh, I used to be. I want to get back in the wrestling business. I go, what'd you do? She's, oh, I wrestled as Pillman's sister in Calgary. It's like, mm-hmm. oh. Huh. So uh, she did that for a little while before. And then uh, so she gave me her send me, I said, well, send me your, send me your info. Send pictures and uh, sent some penthouse pictures and said, uh, and the rest is history. Not much to it. Not much to it. I forgot completely that Ron Gant was a Philadelphia Philly. Also, do you know what he does now? Yeah, he's, a, he's, a, he's a yeah, news guy. He's on a morning show or something. Good day, Atlanta. Yeah. According to this, he got into a bar fight in Georgia with Connie Mack the Fourth, the great grandson of Connie Mack. <laughs> hey, what? Huh? Is that in? Nineteen ninety-two. Apparently, got into a bar fight somewhere in Georgia with Connie Mack the Fourth, who was the great grandson of Hall of Famer Connie Mack. So Connie Mack the Fourth was going to do a barroom brawl with Ron Gant. Yes, apparently. <laughs> Why were they going to have a fight? No, they got No, they legit got into a, like a fist fight. Oh, real one, real scrap. Gant apparently Gant uh, caused Mac to break his ankle. Gant's although, got some big ass arms for a baseball. Although player. a jury ultimately found that Gant was not responsible for Mac's injuries. So does that mean that he caused them? I don't know. I, apparently, I didn't realize this. Connie Mac is a politician and a lobbyist, huh? And he's a Republican, I think. Wait, right? Is he? Let's see. What about his cousin, Big Mac? <laughs> and, his, uh, his, and his brother, Mayor McCheese. He's like, from Florida's 14th district. I don't know where that is. Fort Myers. Uh, yeah, and he's a Republican, so fuck him. He deserves oh, a Oh, jeez. <laughs> what did, uh, what did Connie Mack... Too easy Mack to you up, Feeney. Mm-hmm. Uh, what did Connie Mack actually get? What did he do? He was the manager of the A's, right? Yeah, the Phil- it was Connie Mack Stadium in Philadelphia for, for uh, a while, wasn't it? No, that was Ebbets Field in New York. No, there was a Connie Macfield. Uh, I think that was. Um, I think that was Connie Hawkins. There's a Connie Macfield in West Palm, West Palm Beach. Connie That's Mack 20 Stadium. Twenty minutes from where I grew up. 
No, 15, Shibe 10 Park. minutes. Shibe Park in Philadelphia was later known as Connie Mack Stadium. I know my ballparks. Don't fucking question me. Fucking Don't question me your ball like where your balls park, where you park your balls. <laughs> yeah. What do you think about those Phillies, Rich? What about them? They're excellent, and they're winning a lot of games, and they're going to get into the playoffs. Yeah, it's all Mets and Braves right now, my friend. Come on, the Phillies are like 17-3 and three in their last 20, dude. My mother-in-law dude. loves baseball, Yeah, and she made us watch, um, made us watch uh, baseball every night, and uh, she's a big Tampa Bay uh, Rays fan. Mm. Mm. So we watched the Rays. Didn't they change their and, name? Uh, they changed their name, Rich? They were the Devil Rays at and first. And they took Devil out. Okay, yeah. And why did the Florida Marlins become the Miami Marlins? Uh, because they because Florida's a big state. Miami doesn't represent really? Florida. Miami's Miami. So why did they think they could get away with it in the beginning? Oh. Did they move? You think people in Gainesville give a shit about the Miami Marlins? Well, who do they watch? They did when they were the Florida Marlins. No. World Series champions. Yeah, they'd watch they would watch Tampa. Actually they wouldn't. They'd watch <laughs> they'd watch the ball games from whatever town they're from because nobody's from here. Hmm. I think the Miami Marlins were really originally from Tampa Bay. You think so? And then they moved to Miami when they decided uh, for a uh, high-dollar, low-risk investment p- for portfolio. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not sure, though, if that's actually actually true. But I made my mother-in-law watch um, uh, UFC. She enjoyed it. Of course, she was a couple sheets to the wind, but that's nice. beside the point. What was she putting away, uh, martinis? No, she uh, she's a whiskey lad, lady. No, whiskey sours. No, she's a uh, on the rocks. Whiskey, whiskey neat. Tom Collins. Neat means no rocks, right? Yeah, right. right. Yeah, she likes the good stuff. Good for her. Yeah, she's worth it. She's a fine lady. Back to the new to the Fanny Mail. Yeah, they better pick it up. Who? Yeah, the pace is. Uh, this, the, these, these emails aren't reaching the level, the quality of the show so far. It's it's disappointing. Okay, so let's see. Christian Pritchett. No, that's not. Let's not go with that. <laughs> uh, locker room promos. Michael Parlett. Hello, pals. Raven, you said that Brian Pillman cut the best locker room promos. Could you explain in detail what a locker room promo is, and then cut one on the Enies? Happy birthday, Reagan and Mason. Yes, scored a free shout-out. What up? Sent for my Nintendo 64 with broadband adapter. The locker room promos is when you cut a promo on one of the boys, and uh, basically it's insult humor, throwing shade, as you will, as as the kids say today. And I could throw some shade at at the Eeny Meenies, Rich and Bokini and uh, Josephini, but why would I do do that? that? They're, They're good fellas. I like them. I don't want to insult my staff. Infections. <laughs> we appreciate that, you know. I know. Are you guys uh, fans of Simon Pegg? Yes, I what? love Simon Pegg. So, Adam, that- uh, Shaun of the Dead. Rich, you've never seen Shaun of the Dead? Captain Kirk. Star, Star Trek, he plays uh, yeah. Scotty. Right. But I'm asking because Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz, and the End of the World are like... Not not exactly a trilogy, but kind of a trilogy. Right. So what was your? How would you rank them? Well, since I didn't see Hot Fuzz, or I only saw a part of it. Yeah. I'm gonna go with Shaun of the Dead and End of the World and Hot Fuzz. I agree. I agree. 
I saw Shaun of the Dead years ago. I don't really remember I it. I can't though. believe you don't remember it. It's incredibly quotable. Well, I, I, I remember it. I'm saying I don't remember specifics. I believe I was probably slightly... Uh, Two Sheets of the Wind? Yeah, I might have been a little sideways when I saw it. Have you ever seen, you side, have you ever seen Sideways? Pissed? Yeah. A little pissed. So, you know, how, do you know, how do you know, like, in, if, you're not, if you're not British, in England, pissed means drunk, but here, pissed means you're pissed off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if somebody goes, hey, I'm pissed, and they don't have a British accent, but what if they really are British, and they so they mean they're uh, drunk, and you think they mean they're mad at you, and you go, like, what do I do? And they go, I'm pissed. And then they go, well, fuck you. And it turns into a big fight. And maybe that's how the whole thing in AEW started. Could be. But, I mean, that just, goes to, well be. Yeah. just goes to show you like what I said about the British earlier. Uh, the, uh, you, don't like, you don't like the British, yeah, do they're, you, they're terrible people with terrible slang. What about their teeth? Not great. Not great at all. Would you rank them that high as not great or would, or would you rank them lower? <laughs> Uh, just, just not great. That's where they're gonna. That's where they're gonna land. Would you, you'd put them in the bottom tier of dental health. I don't want to uh, jump the gun or anything, but I, I'm gonna say this right now. I will never visit England. Uh, a friend of, a friend of mine in, in in her bathroom has. She, she has two young kids. She's got like a poster up that says the uh, say it's the, the book of British smiles, oh. and it's all like whatever oh, just to remind her kids. Oh my that, goodness! <laughs> that they need to brush their teeth. Oh, that's blackmail. Yeah. That's extortion. <laughs> That's anti-Britain anti Oh, boy. That's a, which reminds me of Fonzie. You know, referee Fonz, Bill Alfonso. Bad it up, Daddy. That's what he says. So he goes, you thought I was dating this girl? She put her legs over her head. She was an extortionist. Bad it up, Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> nice. He's the best. And then he said, when he texts me, he goes, Fonzie loves you. <laughs> <laughs> That's the whole text he sends. That's it. It's Fonzie it, loves you. Just, yeah, Fonzie just tells him, talks about it. He says it in the third person, Fonzie loves you. What, what does he do now? Okay. Just fucking chill? Yeah, well, he's referee. That's it. Referee Bill Alfonso and management manager Bill Alfonso of the Stars. Yeah, but I mean, he's not really involved anymore, right? I, 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 I'm just asking because I heard he just kind of retired to Florida and just hangs out. I don't know. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. He's uh he's got he's got deals and deals going on. He's a wheeler dealer. He's a hustler. Yeah, I think so. He's the man who knows how to get things. Yeah. So what brought up the Simon Pegg business? I I was watching uh, the End of the World for the first time, and then I uh, bought Hot Fuzz on my Amazon there, and I'm gonna watch Shaun of the Dead next. What else is he? In? Let's review Simon Pegg movies. Let's take a look at his. Catalog. Since the fan mail, since the fan mail wasn't hopping, Simon Pegg. They also call Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz, and The World's End the Three Flavors Cornetto trilogy. Yeah, I read it. There's a reason why, but I can't remember what it is. It's a ice cream in uh, the UK, and that's it's it's in every film at one point. So they're referencing their favorite ice cream. Uh, let me see film. Well, the first big movie he did was Shaun of the Dead. Uh, Mission Impossible 3. Grind. Oh, yeah. Mission Impossible. He was in a bunch of them. Grindhouse, Hot Fuzz, Diary of the Dead, How to Lose Friends and Alienate People. That's pretty funny if you've never seen that. Never seen that. Star Trek. Great in Star Trek. Ice Age, Chronicles of Narnia. He's in Chronicles of Narnia? Yeah. Uh, he's in a movie, Paul, which I believe is about an animated little alien, which I have not yeah, seen. Yeah, no, that was a good movie. Was it? He's in good movies. 
uh, Mission Impossible Gr- Ghost Protocol. Ice- that was great. Star Trek in the Darkness, The World's End. That was that was really Star Trek in the Darkness. What time was that? I forget. He played uh, Scotty, and this is. Uh, I know he played Scotty. I forget which one to the darkness was. There, uh, the film follows Kirk and the Enterprise as they are sent to the Klingon homeworld, seeking a former Starfleet member turned terrorist, John Harrison. Uh, I'm not sure if I remember that. That's Benedict Cumberbatch. Ooh, let me see. Cast. Uh, John, why is this, why, it should be like one of the top guys. What's going on here? If he's not him, he's not in that one. It does not list who plays him. That's very, very strange. Who plays who? Well, it's John Harrison. Uh, oh, portrayed by Benedict Cumberbatch. Thank you. I know my movies. Just <clears throat> the guy who did the Morrissey impression on The Simpsons. Jim Morrissey? Yes, Jim Morrissey. <laughs> Uh, Star Trek in the Darkness, The World's End, uh, Kill Me Three Times. Mission yeah, I want to see that. I've never seen that. Mission he Impos- plays like a hitman or something in that. Yeah. Uh, Mission Impossible, Rogue Nation, Star Wars, The Force Awakens, Star Trek Beyond. He's in Star Wars. Wait, wait, and- Star Force, the world, Star what? Star Wars, The Force Awakens. See, he, every movie he's in is a, win- is a huge winner. He's in the Star Wars and Star Trek franchises. That's interesting. Yeah. Uh, Ready Player One, Mission Impossible Fallout. That was really good. Ready Player One was really good. And he's in the Mission Impossible franchise. Yeah, he's in the next two as well. That'll be out in 2023 and 2024. Dead Reckoning. What's that? Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning. Oh, okay. Yeah. I saw it. Oh, it's not out yet. I didn't see it. (laughs) (laughs) He's also in Band of Brothers for two episodes. Look at that. Really? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. That was a great series. Yeah. In my opinion, Doctor Who, Robot Chicken, Phineas and Ferb. Who's in Doctor Who? Uh, he was a narrator. Ah, or I'm sorry, it says he was a narrator of the documentary. In this, it says in Doctor Who, he was the editor. Oh, that's he, why. I, oh, he's in the Boys as Hugh Campbell Senior. Be- yeah, he's in the Boys because yeah, the- yeah, in that one he plays like. He plays the kind of a douchey character. Yeah, but it, in the graphic novel, uh, the boys, the main character is drawn to resemble him. So he already had a connection with it. Uh, Art- yeah, but he was too old to play. So they got uh, Dennis Quaid's son, Jack Quaid. Yeah, I, I know I've said this on the show before, but I'm, i got to watch that. i got to watch the new seasons. I've only seen the first season. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah. Have you seen the animated series, of the animated uh, episodes? of? Uh- no, not yet. Yeah, me neither. Yeah. You know what I watched that the other day? I watched this. So that's what it all is. Basically, he did like five movies that were original. Then he did like the trilogy of uh, the Simon Pegg and his, his fat friend. What's his fat friend's name? Nick Frost. Nick Frost. Yeah, Simon Pegg, Nick Frost uh, trilogy. And then he did uh, Mission Impossible, Star Wars, and Star Trek. Pretty nice. fucking good. Yeah. Sorry, I had to yeah, you know what? You know what Nick Frost was in? It was really fucking good that he and he played a kung fu wizard. Oh, I thought you were going to say Pirate Radio, but uh, no. No, Into the Badlands. It was a TV series. Yeah, and he had he had like uh, superpowers he could call on. But uh, yeah, but he played it. He actually looked like a believable. Like he got really fat for that role by accident, I think. <laughs> 
but he uh, but he got he was, he was, he was actually believable as a, as a kick ass kung fu guy. Huh? Did, did you yeah. ever, Did you ever see Pirate Radio? Uh, this is Radio Pirate Radio Pirate Satellite. That one? No, it had it had Nick Frost, Philip Seymour Hoffman. No, is that the one where they, they, they requisitioned a ship? Yeah, and they broadcast from the sea because the UK banned rock and roll at that point. That's right. See, yeah. that's yeah, what that I'm was, saying that about under, England. That was under Margaret Thatcher, I believe. Yeah. When she died, Ding Dong, The Witch is Dead, it became a top ten, a top number one single. Jeez. Oh, yeah? Seriously. Yeah, it seriously did. It became a, it became a number one and it went to number one in, in, in England. Ding Dong, The Witch is Dead. That old English bitch. Yeah, we. I love England. I love English humor. I love going to England. Food, yeah, Feeney, what's your problem with the UK? Food sucks, and they hate Americans. How do you know the food sucks if you've never been? Because they I, love Americans. I've, they love I've, our accent. I've read about it. You've read about it. What, did what you am I going to go see? Big Ben, Parliament, over and over again? You go to Liverpool. No, I don't care. You don't have to live in a pool. You could die in a pool. You could. Beetles suck. How about that? <laughs> Oh, Feeney. Yeah, you sound like Rich now with your Beatles suck. Yeah. yeah, they're fine. They're, they're yeah, they were overrated, too. They're a fine, mediocre pop band. They had a lot of hits, though, for a uh, short time they were together. They sure, sure did. did. Yeah. Feeney, for some reason, I picture you as being a big Wings fan. Uh, I like, oh, I'm a big Wings fan. I like, Are you? I like Band on the Run. I like Jet. And yet I saw the major was a related suffer again. Jet. Jet. Oh, yeah. Now, now I recognize it. Bless your father was born as a sergeant major. That time he told me that you would be marrying soon. And yet I thought the only lonely place was on the moon jet. Woo, Jet. And I'm going to medley that now with, with, uh, with uh, another uh, wing song um, that I can't think of any. What does it <laughs> matter to you when you got a oh, yeah, job, job to do? You, you got to do, do it well. Dun, 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 dun. You got to give, give the, the other, other fella a hand job. And now we were performing another song. Oh, um, Venus and Mars are all right tonight. <laughs> Sitting in the stands of the sports arena, <laughs> waiting for the show to begin. <laughs> Venus and Mars. And then it turns. Then it starts to rock out. It goes. Um, how's it go? It rocks out. Pull up the wings catalog. Feeny, pull Wings singles. And then we'll end the show. I will. Wings greatest hits, huh? Oh, and they had silly love songs. Ah, love you, silly little love songs. That's not how it goes. I don't forget. Uh, stupid internet. Open the door, let him in. Okay, so. Oh, Helen Wheels. Helen, 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 Helen Wheels. We have Band on the Run. Right. Silly Love Songs. Silly Love Songs. Maybe I'm Amazed. Oh, that's a great one. 
Maybe I'm amazed at the way you love me all the time. Jet. Thank you. Jet. We already sung that. Live and Let Die. We sung that. Let Listen to What the Man Said. Oh, listen to what the man said. Love is fine for all we know. For all we know, our love could blow. Listen to the man who said some stuff. What happened to my avatar? My Gerald yeah. Ford. He's missing. Harold uh, Ford. Stole him. Uh, give Ireland back to the Irish. I can agree no, with that. No, that's not a hit. Wonderful Christmas time. That's, that's a wing song. song. That's what I said. I didn't realize that. That's oh. a Christmas song. <laughs> uh, I thought it was just Paul McCartney. Let me roll it. Let no, that's him, not a hit. Let him in. Let him in. Open the door. Let Would that in. song be about weed? Let me roll it. Probably. Helen Wheels. I already sung that. Mrs. Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt. Never heard that. Not a hit. Uh, Arrow Through Me. Not a hit. Nineteen hundred and eighty-five. They wrote a song about Anderson Cooper's mom. Bluebird. Bluebird. Uh, That's Wings. I always thought there's a Beatles song. Uh, Mole of Kintyre. Play Bluebird. A uh, blue blurred. Bluebird. Well, listen to you. Oh, wow. I didn't realize there was wings. Who did you think it was? I thought Dad? it was the, seriously. I thought it was the Beatles. Uh, hey, PA. Crap. Oh, there we go. Okay. We got to get past an ad, of course, because this is the browser that doesn't have ad for YouTube, and I don't know why I'm using it. What about? Uh, I noticed a couple other hits they had. <laughs> Blue bird, blue bird took a turd. Okay. Weird, weird to your mom. Of course, Phoenix has to pull up the live version that takes five minutes to get into the song. Oh, stop it. Hey, this next song is, uh, this is the first time, la primera vez, we've done this canción. And, uh, He's in Argentina. South America. Argentina. Buenos Aires. Anywhere. What year is this from? Good call out, Rich. 2010. So he's saying he never played this before? Live? Argentina. Which became modified to, I'm a big turd, I'm a big turd, I'm a big turd. Rich, I'd like to point out that he has decals for the Detroit Red Wings and the Pittsburgh Penguins on his guitars. I got heat with you. Really? Does he? McCartney does. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I was thinking of a different song. Oh, oh. So am I turning Bluebird off? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Thank God. (laughs) All right, it's time to end this shindig of a show. Are you sure? We could just record next week's and then take the week off. Yeah, I'm not on the energy. I don't <laughs> have the gas in the tank. The gear is in the tank. Yes. All right, so uh, go to Cameo.com. The video shout-out for me. Although my Cameo uh, app is down for some reason today. Let's see if it's working now. I was trying to send somebody a Cameo earlier today, and it wasn't working. Let me see. I'll do it live, maybe. Nope, it's still broken. Better uh, turn unplug the phone and uh, shut the phone off and then return it back on. Let me try that scam. 
Love is fine for all we know. For all we know, my love could blow a load. So listen to what the man said. <laughs> oh, full of God. Uh, okay, so uh, go to the type. Go to Google and type in "Ask Dana" D A N N A, and uh, you can see. And then type in "Raven" when you get there, and you can see my Raven merch uh, that I have for sale on eBay. There's some new stuff on there, I think. Some comic books, some ring worn shirts, uh, just to prove that uh, eBay still works. I think everybody should buy at least something, you know, just to make sure. Um, fan mail, it's fan mail to ravenefect.com. If you have addiction issues, go to the addiction hotline, 800 662 4357, or look up addictionandrecovery.org, or call text rich or, you know, tweet rich and he'll get back to you in the next year or so. Yep. Uh, no promises or guarantees on quality of service, but that goes without saying. Uh, where are we number one at, Feeney? Let's check out Chartable. Find out where we stand right now. Who sharted? Okay. Um, oh, no. Oh, no. What's the matter? What'd you do? Oh, oh, 12th in Mexico. Look at that. Oh, baby. 12th. In, who's who's in front of us? Uh Pasando Gardia. Oh, of course. I'm a big fan. Do we have a Spanish announce team? No, not not as of yet. Does anyone understand? Skip it. Who's behind us? Uh, Let me see. Well, I can tell you who's in front of us that's notable, if you will. Uh, Jim Cornette's drive through Arcadian Vanguard's Wrestling News, What Culture Wrestling, Lucha Central. Jim Jim Cornette's always ahead of us. Damn him. Click this, the Kevin Nash podcast, Jim Cornette Experience, and number 12 is the Raven Effect. Number 13. Talk is Jericho. Oh, oh baby. And K100 with Conan and Disco is 23, so I will be in ah! Conan that we outdraw him in Mexico. Stomped on your ass. Wow, yeah, he's from Mexico. 17th in Turkey, 17th in the Philippines, 8th in Romania. Where are we number one? Nowhere. Ah, forget it. But we're 18th oh. in Qatar and 24th in Nigeria. We stay strong in Qatar or Qatar or wherever we're at. Well, that's because of Rich. That's right. And we're also... I'm a, big star, I'm a big star over there, guys. We're number 50 in the hated Great Britain. What are we in uh, in uh, Liechtenstein? Mm, that's not listed. What? Not listed at all. What about Switzerland? Uh, we're not listed, uh, but in Sweden, we're 68. Uh, what about Norway? We used to be number one in Norway. We went down a ranking from last week. Last week in Sweden, we were 69. What about Norway? Did you say Switzerland? We're 84. I knew we were good in Switzerland. Uh, Norway, not listed. Perfect. This is where I wanted to be. How are we not listed? We were number one two weeks ago. We took a sharp, sharp drop. Oh, and that was that episode where I wasn't there. You guys killed it. Killed Killed it. Butchered us in Norway. I'm so proud of you. (laughs) All right. So uh, let's see. Recommendations. Do you have any recommendations, boys? Rich? Uh, What did I read this week? Hardcore history. Uh, I'm reading that, which is pretty good so far. Uh, I read uh, John Moxley's book. Um, I thought it was all over the place, to be honest with you. Well, it's um, just like Moxley. Just like Moxley. Uh, and uh, I also read part of a book called Cults, Inside the World's Most Notorious Groups and Understanding the People Who Join Them. 
fascinating reading. So did you find out why did you join the cult? <laughs> no. No, but I, I, I did see a lot of uh, a lot of familiar themes, so to speak. Like what? Uh, just how people get roped into them. People that don't have anything else going on. They, oh, you know how to get roped in, don't you? Somebody throws oh, a rope. That's true. Yeah. But it all begins with some some fabulous, fantastic lie, and then people get built for their money. And it's it's the same thing over and over again. And time. then they're too, and then psychologically they're too embarrassed uh, subconsciously to uh, to quit. That's that's you're right, and that that's something that like they get so far in, they don't want to cut their losses. They're they're too embarrassed. Right. They're, oh, no, I'm sorry, I'm wrong. And, nope. and in fact, if, like if they if, if it's a, if they grow, join a group that says the world's going to end and the world doesn't end, they just double down on it and say. Uh, the the circumstances change and they're gonna the world's gonna end later. We forgot to carry the two. Yeah, exactly. Which two? Uh, you and Feeney? <laughs> yeah. We forgot to carry you and Feeney. That's right. Well, that's a shame. We're two what do you do, uh, Feeney? You, you do anything this week besides nothing? Uh, no, but I might go see Pearl Jam next Wednesday. Well, you might You're go Pearl who? Where are they playing? Uh, and why and is this Pearl Jam really hard? I think it would be, right? Is it Pearl Bailey? No, it's uh they used to be called Mookie Blaylock. I don't know if you knew that. Did I play the uh Feeney, did I play that for for you? The the Vin Scully Yes Pearl Jam thing? Yes. I did play that. Uh-huh. I, Raven, I don't think Raven was here. Was that the week he was gone? Yes, uh, I, I don't recall this. Yeah, it was like a, yeah. Raven. I, I I won't subject the uh, listeners to it again. I'll send it to you. I thought it was pretty. It was a, it's a Vin Scully talking about Mookie Blaylock and why why he was named Mookie Blaylock, not named after Mookie Wilson of the Mets, like you'd think. I'll, it's I nerded out on it. You might like it. I'll send it to you. All right, thank you. Didn't Vin Scully die? Yeah, a couple weeks ago. I didn't even know, I didn't he, was. know he was sick. Yeah. Uh, I will recommend, uh, since I recommended it last week and Raven wasn't here, I'm just going to double dip. I'm reading Bullshit Jobs by David Graeber. I've been reading that for like a month. I just started last week. How long does it take to read shit? I just started last week. I usually finish a book in a, a day to three, but I read too many Ooh. at once. And then What's I'm also, it about? What's it about? Uh, the proliferation of useless, pointless jobs and how people have to suffer and agonize through them because they know their job's pointless, but they need a paycheck. Yeah, but who else would do it? I mean, does it say what they should just not have the job at all? Pretty much. So who <laughs> would be the who would be the job? Who would be the like uh, the garbage the garbage man or you know uh, what's a, what's the job? It's a bullshit job. Uh, let me see what what does he list as radio host? Uh, yeah, he lists. Uh, That's why I'm a podcast host. <laughs> Take these characters as representatives. An unqualified IT consultant who, despite his best efforts to get fired, continues to get promoted. An employee who has 25 middle managers as his direct supervisors, none of whom respond to his requests. Those are jobs. A government worker in charge of the city's water treatment plant. Those are all made-up titles. <laughs> a government worker in charge of the city's water no, treatment plant. I want a plant. specific job, a specific title. While jobs such as nurses, mechanics, and garbage collectors provide true value, society tends to look down upon them while revering and handsomely compensating marketing consultants, tax shelter attorneys, and political pollsters. I guess he's saying they're useless. Yeah, I don't care. And uh, I also started reading uh, 10 Things I Hate About Me, How to Stay Alive with a Brain That is Trying to Kill You by Joe Tresini. It's about his... Why is your brain trying to kill you? Well, he's got borderline personality disorder. So that's, uh, his, that's his... So does he have Madonna borderline personality? His story, on the borderline? 
Was that was that a callback to Patreon or the show? Oh, Madonna. I think it's a callback to the show. All right. If it isn't, if you don't understand that reference, then you were listening to Patreon. If it was on, or you didn't miss that part of the show, but nobody misses any part of the show. People follow. If you listen to this show, you listen to the whole thing with with uh, with deep scrutiny. That's true. We do get detailed reports and no scruples. Well, I would. De- right, I, I, I would. I, also, enjoy, I, I enjoyed I would, the tweet from the guy last week that uh, was giving Feeney. He was giving you and I shit because we were talking about the guy in the shiny suits at uh, TNA or Impact, and we com- Raven completely had the wrong person. What? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I thought you meant EC3, but you meant Rockstar Spud. I guess so I, I wasn't not correcting you. I thought you were right. <laughs> I don't know. So I thought they were the same person. No. <laughs> My my, I didn't respond, but my answer to the guys like we don't know what we're talking about on this show. We yeah, are you fucking kidding me? Like, but come on, you're expected far too much from us. Despite, yeah, way too much. Despite that, <laughs> I would still recommend go to Patreon.com/slash The Raven Effect. We had a really good time before we started recording the show this week, so go ahead and yes. check that out, and you get the whole show, the pre-show right. and the show, all ad-free. You hear the A material there, folks. Yeah. All right. So, uh, and I'd like to recommend a show I watched. Uh, it's on. It was from YouTube. Premium channel, YouTube Red, when they had that. Or, uh, it's called Impulse. It's, there's two seasons and 10 episodes each. And it's a bit, it's like the movie Jump, where the teleports, where the person teleports. It's uh, really interesting, but it uh, really, the third season was going to be the hot season, and they didn't make a third season. So, But the first two seasons are pretty good. And there's some interesting people in it. Uh, the guy from Jags in it. David Elliot James or something like that, um, and uh, who else is in it? Uh, Missy Pyle. Uh, there should be. There's a lot of a lot of recognizable people in it. So there, but it's uh, it's interesting. It's a, if you like the movie Jump with the the you seen that Feeny? I know Rich hadn't seen it. I have not. No. About the guy that teleports. Nope. No. Well, anyway, so oh, and Keegan Michael P. Keys in that for a cam for a small cameo in the first episode. Hmm. Anyway, it's a uh, good stuff. I give it a B, a solid B. B for bees, <laughs> because it's the bees' knees. <laughs> hey, before we go, I have a completely random question. Do either of you guys use a VPN? No. Rich? Not yet. Nope. Okay. Do you know? I'm any- a VIP, so I use a UPN. Do you know of any good ones? Or a CW. Do you know of any good uh, ones? Nord VPN, I hear advertised all the time. Okay. Yeah, does Nord own that? Nord the Barbarian? Yeah, but I want a free one. A you want a what? Yeah, you want a free PN? I want a free PN, yeah. I think well, the new laptop that I have has some kind of free VPN thing in oh, it. Oh, fancy. Fancy schmancy. Wait a minute, hold on, let me look. All right, can we end this show? Yeah, let's end this. No. Come on. It's yeah, my show. Right. I want to end it. Okay, all right. All right, thank you and good night. Oh, I forgot to say my catchphrases. Yeah, yeah. Uh, peace, love, and borderline. Yeah, you'll get it. Quote the Raven, nevermore. The end. Go to line, please. Bread. Yeah, bed. 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 Go to bed.